We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final from Chicago, and the results are good. A Brewers 4-3 victory to take game two of the four-game set and even things up at a game apiece. Welcome, everybody. It is the Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen and a Brewers victory. Much needed victory. Wow. This game had a little bit of everything in it. This It really did. Uh, intense moments at the end there. And... and you know, normally a, a Brewers and Cub game is is like that. It it just is, and and this was no different in that this was. You saw a tale of two games. You really three games in in this one. You saw just great pitching performances early on both sides. Then you saw the offense on both sides step up and and hit the ball around the park. And then you saw just some strategy going on and some pretty intense. Uh, relief core efforts uh, on both sides in this one as the Brewers get the victory. Wow. Um, how big a win was this? I mean, somebody just texted me that if they win this game, you know, it's a few minutes ago, coming into the bottom of the ninth, if they win this game, how big a victory is this? Well, in the grand scheme of things, it's a huge victory. It just is. Guys, it is. That's the reality. Eight and ten now. Through the first 18 games, you are you are an eyelash away from going four games under 500. Now I point out the 500 mark to put you in a position to get on a run later. And uh, well, they battle back. They really needed this win. And you know, maybe more importantly, if you look back at this 10 game gauntlet that I've been throwing out there between in in uh, th- in theory, arguably two of the best teams, if not the two best teams in Major League Baseball in the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago Cubs, you're facing these guys 10 games. You're halfway there now, and you're 2-3. and three. You're 2-3 and three against those two teams, arguably, again, the two best teams in Major League Baseball. And as bad as you're playing. I mean, it all adds up to huge win. It really does. 414-799-1250. As they get it done tonight, it ain't nothing sweeter than seeing Baez look and, and, and have to walk back with that bat in his hand. Sit down. Anthony Rizzo, you too, for trying to be a big hero, 3-0. Now, you ended up drawing the walk, but and these guys, these guys are playing with some bravado, the Chicago Cub team. They need a little bit of a downing, and maybe they can get that done uh, in Game 3 tomorrow. The Brewers can to the Cubs and get another victory in this one. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. Brandon Woodruff. There's the storyline, at least part of the storyline in this ball game. Let's get into our game recap here because uh, a lot of twists and turns in this one. How big a victory was this in your mind, or doesn't it matter? I know you enjoy Brewers baseball. I, I understand that. I, obviously, we do too. And a lot of people would say that, you know, that they're just not that good. And they're not going to do anything. And they're not going to make the playoffs and et cetera, et cetera. But for those that are reserving hope that a run is coming, this is a huge win. This is, this is, this, this is a huge win. At some point, that offense is going to bust out. I mean, literally, at some point, they're going to start heating up a little bit. Uh, It didn't happen tonight early. I can tell you that. Um, First inning in this one. Both teams go one, two, three. Again, for the crew in the second inning. Six uh, six up, six down. Uh, As uh, we move to the bottom of the second, Woody matches that. Another one, two, three. Brewers a one, two, three in the third. 
Of the first nine batters, nine up, nine down, perfect game going for the Chicago Cubs. The first seven batters of this baseball game offensively for the crew were down either 1-2 or 0-2. The first seven hitters in this game to step to the plate. All told, nine up, nine down. How about uh, Woody? Uh, Woody in the uh, bottom of the third inning. Nope. Three up, three down. Now he's got nine up, nine down. Both teams nine up, nine down in this one. The Brewers' offense doesn't doesn't watch their stuff. They're gonna they're going to get no hit at some point. I believe that's the third time in a week. It's been nine up, nine down. Fourth inning, Sogard, Kira, Yelich. Ain't gonna happen. Strikeout right. in order. Or, so now it's twelve up, twelve down. Nothing, uh, no score to the bottom of the fourth. Smoke has an error in the bottom half of that fourth inning. Uh, it didn't really hurt. A nice play by Ben Gamble saved a bigger inning in that inning. Zeros into the fifth inning. Garcia leads off the fifth with a walk. Contreras starts a little garbage at the plate there. I don't know what that was all about, but he, he's always starting something. Uh Base hit by smoke to first and third. Nobody out in that fifth inning. Now you're looking at a crooked number here, right? Well, you did get a number. It wasn't crooked off the bat of Ben Gamble. On the ground, got a chance to turn it. This is going to produce a run, but Gamble grounds into a 4-6-3 double play. Brewers score, though. No RBI, but a run batted in for the Brewers. Uh, up one to nothing. They're up one zip right there in the fifth, but uh, base is clear, two outs, and that may have been one of the very few times where I wasn't excited when the Brewers took a lead. (laughs) As bad as this offense has been, guys, you just, even though they scored a run to take the lead mid-game in Chicago against the team you hate, and still I wasn't fist-pumping, fired up for that run right there. I don't know why, but I have to be honest. Austin, Texas, producing the show. Were you super excited after a double play ground ball to score a run, giving the Brewers a one-zip lead in the fifth? No, because I wasn't sure if the Brewers were going to be able to get more than that one run, knowing that (laughs) we were probably going to need more than one run to win this ballgame. Right. So you just wanted a bigger inning. You didn't get it, but you did get on the board. Uh Let's see. Uh, it broke up the no-hitter uh, in in that inning, obviously. And that double-play ground ball gave that Brewers a one-zip lead. The inning was extended after that. Manny Pena with a base hit. Then Brock Holt with an infield single. But a uh, ground ball, uh, hard-hit ground ball by Urias ended that uh, inning. So it's one-zip in the bottom of the fifth inning. And, and I can't explain it. Uh, that's That's just the... Even though it didn't work out for Brandon Woodruff, it's one of the things that it, it it attracts me to baseball because you just never know. Woodruff just cruising. You can tell he's on his game. He's 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 really got got everything going. He's gassing ninety eight. And something happened here. Bottom half of the inning after one out. Four and a third of no-hit innings for Brandon Woodruff. Then a couple of base hits put runners at the corners. Then the 10-pitch at-bat by Kipnis. That right there was the tough thing. And, and this is a learning moment for Brandon Woodruff in this thing. That dude battled. And I'll give him credit. I think it might have been nine pitches. Nine or ten-pitch at-bat right there by Kipnis. Um it ends with an RBI base hit. But, but again, that is the turning point in this mid-game, one of the turning points mid-game. Uh, and the legendary Great Lakes Dragway turning point brought to you by Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Uh, for event and track rental information, greatlakesdragway.com. That was, that was huge. Because now you're looking at three consecutive hitters reaching, then a walk, make it four, one in, one out, bases juiced. Then a bases loaded walk makes it two to one. Five consecutive men reach, make it three to one with a base hit. Six consecutive men reach after one out for Brandon Woodruff. 
It's the first time in his career that's happened. His day is done. Three to one, and the crew goes to Freddie Peralta. And how about the bullpen uh, tonight? A strikeout to Baez, the same to Schwarber, minimizes the damage right there. Three to one into the sixth inning. And here's where another turning point occurred. A base hit by Eric Sogard, uh, hit by pitch to Keston Hira, and it set the table for Christian Yelich. And Yelich sends one in the air, deep right center field. This one is back, and there it goes. Christian Yelich with a three-run home run. That's what we're talking about right there. Hit the homers with men on base. There you go. Yelich with his fifth home run of the season. The Brewers are back on top. 4-3 Milwaukee. Yeah, the Cubs did not get that shutdown inning after taking a 3-1 to lead in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Brewers right back at it. That three-run bomb by Christian Yelich. Wow. And Freddie Peralta needs a shutdown inning on our side of things, and he gets it. Although it was a one-out double to Hayward, but that's it. 4-3 crew into the seventh inning. Brewers 1-2-3 in the top half. Stays that way to the bottom. Freddie Peralta coming back out. Strikes out his first batter. And in his outing tonight as he's lifted here for Devin Williams. Two innings, no runs, just the one hit, no walks, and five strikeouts for fastball Freddie. Devin Williams summoned. He gets a ground out. And a strikeout to Rizzo. That strikeout to Rizzo was huge, just absolutely huge. Guys, Devin Williams is coming on as an electric dude. We talked about that earlier in the year. Who's going to be back there with this sort of Jeffress, Knabel, hater type electric dude? It looks like Devin Williams has stepped up and graduated in, into that class, doesn't it? That 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 change up and gas in ninety six ninety seven, I think so. I, I do because Craig Council is trusting him way late here. One two three for the uh, Brewers in the eighth inning, and Devin Williams right back out there gets a strikeout and he gets a fly ball by Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber G- Gamble should have caught that baseball. I'm sorry. What's what's going on with the Brewers defense? They look a little shaky, guys. They do. But he should have made that that catch. It goes down as a double. A huge strikeout to Contreras by Williams right there. Two outs, one on. Hader coming on in the eighth inning. Now the heart starts beating a little bit because you're within spitting distance of a win with your stud back end of the bullpen out there in Josh Hader. Well, he walks Souza Jr., was up on him 0-2. Then he hits David Bodie on a full count. He was up 1-2 on that uh, in that sequence. Loads the bases. Uh, Fegley, the pinch hitter, and strikes out. And it remains 4-3 into the ninth inning. Brewers a one-out walk off Kimbrell in that ninth inning. And then we head to the bottom of the ninth inning. Now your heart's going, well, let's find out what's going to happen here. <laughs> What kind of chapter in the in, in the book is this one going to be? Josh Hader out there for a four-out save uh, into the ninth inning, and he uh, walks Rizzo. Rizzo, yeah, I, uh, I was a little nervous in that at-bat. That 3-0 pitch, he was trying to launch that ball into Lake Michigan. And then he gets Baez looking to end the ball game. And there's your Brewers victory, 8-10 and 10 now. They even up the series at one game apiece. Uh, you, if you want to react on this one, 414-799-1250. Uh, how big a win was this? And, and I say it's huge because, man, the difference between four under 500 as you approach the one-third mark 20 games in, that's going to happen on Sunday. Absolutely huge. We're going to get to the point here. Of course, we want the offense to step up. But we are going to get to the point here at at some time that I don't care how they win, okay? It could be the ugliest win in the world, and we're going to take that. I don't think we're at that point yet, quite yet. You want them to play better baseball, get some good pitching, some defense, and and start hitting the ball, and they will. They will. Uh, they will hit the ball better than they have been uh, through the eighteen games here. But speaking of the pitching, again, 
holding this baseball team in a baseball game when their offense can't get out of their own way. We ought to all be thankful for this pitching staff. The bullpen, again, I don't know what it is in Milwaukee. I don't know what it is under Stearns. I don't know what it is under Council. But for whatever reason, their bullpen's been a strength for some years. It has been. Wow. 414-799-1250. Tyler, uh, you're on the fan. What's going on? Baby Shade and Blind. Hey, Timmy. Uh, I'm, you know, you mentioned, you know, the, the bullpen has been a strength of lately, and it's, it's sort of ironic that all of a sudden, you know, the, the strength of the team has become, you know, our offense to our, you know, our pitching staff and, and our bullpen. You know, our bullpen's always been a strength, but even the long relief, has has been the strength the whole season and if you take away the games that we've won uh you know with nine runs and eight runs we're averaging basically over three runs a game that's horrible it, it it is it really is and you don't win baseball games like that and you know it you got guys like you know justin smoke who you know i know it hit hit the solo homer last night to break up the no hitter or whatever but you know, we're we're playing those guys seemingly every day, and he's hitting a, a buck over 200. And it's like, at what point do we, you know, I know Council is, you know, over, you know, his, his you know, man, managerial style is, you know, we're going to let guys play it out and we're going to play the matchups or whatever. But, you know, at, at, at what point do you play the hot hand? You know, Urias and, and Pena are our two hottest hitters, and so far they have – they're not everyday hitters in our lineup. And, you know, we play guys like Justin Smoke and, and, and obviously El Garcia, who's a better hitter than he's shown. But, you know, at some point I sort of start to wonder at what point, you know, do you start to sub these guys out for, you know, the guys that are hitting the hot hand? You know, we designated Matthias for assignment, and, and he was hitting over 300 for us. So, you know, it's like, a team that's struggling to get on base, a team that's, you know, chasing balls out of the zone, a team that's struggling to score runs, at what point, you know, do we start putting the hot hands in the lineup and just roll with that as opposed to, you know, whatever the metrics say or, you know, whatever, oh, well, they have a right-hander pitching tonight. Let's let's put yep. a lot of lefties in the lineup, you know. It's like, well, you know, at what point do we start to change it up in the yep. shortened season? Yep, no, it's a great question, and it was asked today, and I'll have the answer for you. Tyler, thanks for the call. You're, you're right. He's going to have to go and make adjustments contrary to what his philosophy is right now, if it continues. We all would. It's just a matter of when we would. You might do it a little bit before Craig Council does it. I might do it a little before both of you guys do it, Tyler. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Austin, if you want to pull up the uh, the uh, the comment from from Council in pregame today, before we get to a break, I want you guys to hear this. It's a great question by Tyler because the media has been asking that. And as a matter of fact, last night, and we're going to talk to Adam McAlvey. We're we're going to talk to him in just a little while uh, from MLB.com and Brewers.com, our insider. He, while we were talking about it on this very show last night, he was asking the same question. When do you do this then? In, in, in a sprint season, don't you have to adjust things a little bit because it's not a 162? It's only a 60, and it may only end up a 57-game season. Tyler, you're on the money, and I think most Brewers fans are. If you're not going to do it now, then at what point would you do it? Uh, you have that ready, Austin? It's it's the illogical one? Yeah, check this out. Let's all listen to this together. This was from earlier today when uh, essentially he was, he was asked about this same thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think it's easy to ask these questions when we just when you have some players that are struggling, and I think you you, you tend to. But I that doesn't mean, um, you know, players have struggled in seasons before, and I and I still think um, patience with them and the reason we signed them um, and our belief in them um, doesn't go away. Um, it, it can't go away after twenty plate appearances. Um, 
that, that just is, it feels illogical. To me. It's illogical to me. Um, and so I, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to make illogical decisions. I don't think that's going to benefit the team. Um, and so we're, we're going to, you know, continue on this, on this path right now. At some point we, we may have to, we, I think we, what I can, what I tell you is that we are going to, you know, we're going to have to make decisions faster. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that, but I, I just, like I said, I don't think we're there yet. And I don't think 20 plate appearances uh, is, is, is a reason to do things. Okay. Now, now we've learned something here. At some point, he's going to have to make decisions faster. But this isn't his point yet. Tyler, to answer your question, Craig just answered it. It's, it's not time yet. To me, I disagree. You disagree. It sounds like you disagree. But they win tonight. That's huge. That does give you a little more added time to be patient. It does. It bought you another day. Another day. We go day by day. Every single win keeps you in this thing, folks. Every one. And I know we'd all like to be, uh, uh, what are the Cubs, 13 and 4 now? Yeah. We'd all like to be 13 and 4. Every team in the league wants to be 13 and 4 right now. But if you're not, every win keeps maintains your goal. It does. It maintains your goal. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. How big a win was this? That's those are some of the reasons why I think it was huge. Plus, again, I, I just get so much pleasure derived from beating the Chicago Cubs. I've got way too many friends that are Cub fans, and I don't even know why I call them. That should be grounds for dismissal as a friendship. If you're a Cub fan, I should just, yeah, that, that, that should be out. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Woody just, you talk about hitting a brick wall with one out in the fifth inning and a no-hitter going. Would have been a perfect game if Justin Smoke isn't afraid of the baseball. But a, a no-hitter going four and a third, then six consecutive batters reach. Three runs later, he exits the game. Four and a third, three runs given up. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, Tim Allen celebrating another Brewers victory. I know that sounds crazy with an 8 and 10 mark, but it's the truth. We'll be back. AM 1250, 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. Hey, Brewers victory over the Cubs here in game two. 4-3 the final, sort of a nail-biter. You had no hitters going through, gosh, uh, both, both teams through four innings. And uh, then, then all hell breaks loose in the fifth inning, as uh, Woody hits a uh, Woody hits a, a brick wall. And here we're going to hear from Brandon Woodruff coming up a little bit later on in the show because uh, you know this is a learning moment for him. First time he's ever given up six consecutive. First time six consecutive batters have reached against Brandon Woodruff in the big leagues. So there's got to be a learning moment. Uh, are you kidding me? Moment of the game. That I, I think that's got to be it, don't you? Don't you think? I mean, Brewers with a one-zip lead needs a shutdown inning right there, and yeah, it didn't happen. Are you kidding me? Moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. See, this is how this season can be even more fun than a lot of seasons. In, in a perspective that you look at it, that each game is magnified. We're back to that, and we've, we've maintained that. At least I have. That's why I get fro- so frustrated with a, a, a show like last night, like yesterday's game. It's frustrating because that's just a monumental loss. They are all monumental wins and losses here. And the, the, the patience thing that Craig Council is showing, I just don't agree with it. I don't. Not this year. I'll buy that stuff in a 162. I'm not saying knee-jerk react on all things across the board and your starter gets in trouble and gives up two runs in the third inning and you yank him and get that guy out of there. You know, the, it's those guys at the bar, sitting down the bar, they're like six stools down, 
and and um, and your pitcher gives up a two out uh, home run, and outside of that, he's been doing fine through three and two thirds. Get that guy out of there. No, I'm not like that. I'm only changing my philosophy to fit the season. And at some point, Craig Council will. I mean, you just heard him. If you're just tuning in, we'll play it for you again. He explains why he's sticking with his guys and being a little patient. And we'll get to Adam McCalvey and get his thoughts on that as well. We're sort of knee-jerk fans anyway. We, we sort of are. So we're going to be quicker on the trigger finger than a manager is. But that doesn't mean he's always right. That, it, just, it just doesn't. 799-1250. Let's get Joseph in here from Minnesota. Joseph, you're on the fan. Hey, Timmy. Uh, I do have to disagree with you here with the riding the hot hand with the hitters. If you saw Pena's at bat tonight against the righty Kimbrell, he had, he had absolutely no chance. You know, he's hot because Council's putting him in a position to succeed. He's, and, and he tears up lefties, but he does struggle yep. with righties. The other, I've got a are-you-kidding-me moment coming from the other dugout tonight. What is David Ross doing pinch-hitting for Kipnis, bringing up a guy that's 0 for 15 with six <laughs> strikeouts? He Talk about <laughs> lost. He was also lost. So thank you, David Ross, for that. Gift. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with that dude at all, but uh, I didn't realize that that was the kind of skit he was on. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I was like, okay, just just throw him strikes. We're fine, and and he wasn't even close. But that's all I've got for you tonight. Yeah, no, I just want to get you your thoughts on how big a win this was. Oh, this was huge. I was watching it with my son, uh, seven-year-old son, and we were just on pins and needles there for the last three innings. You know, when Yelich hit that bomb, it was like to turn the season around. I mean, Seriously, we got smashed by the Twins. I'm living over here in Minnesota. I got to deal with all the Twins fans. Um, and it's just like, wow, Yelich hit that homer and everything turned around. So let's hope we can ride this thing, yep. get a couple more from the Cubbies, and we're right in there. Yeah, no doubt. Joseph, thanks. Thanks. And that's a great point. Yeah, see, it happens on the other side, too. This is, um, I mean, I, I can tell you this, guys, and I think you've heard that uh, this before from me uh, many times, there is not a manager on the face of the planet or ever will be a manager that we are all going to agree with every move he makes. That's the great allure and, and, and pleasure of baseball is that it is debatable. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I love this game so much because a fan can be right a lot of times. And you guys have been right a ton of times. We've been wrong, too. <laughs> so it, it works that way, too. But, you know, I, I just... And, and, and it's not... You know, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for managers, or in this case, Craig Council, going all the way back to uh, Phil Garner back in the 90s. When I started doing... Um, Sports talk radio it was back in the early '90s. Had been in radio prior to that, but but the sports stuff came on right around the time Garner was in, you know that '92 mark. And and I didn't agree at that time, but I, you know who I didn't know. I didn't know I could disagree with him on the air. I, I didn't know I was supposed to disagree if that's what I felt on the air. But that's the cool thing about baseball is it does happen, and it, and. According to Joseph, it happened there to David Ross on the other side. He's probably getting killed. He's probably getting killed on, on shows just like this down in Chicago for that type of move. That Kipnis at, at bat was, was big. It really was. We're going to get Adam McCalvey in here in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, Christian Yelich, we're going to hear from him. Three-run home run, huge in this one. A, a part of a 4-3 victory Woody, eh, good, and then, wow, brick wall, and then the bullpen, outstanding again tonight. 4-3 final, you're listening to the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show right here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. 
It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Four, three, final. Brewers get the victory, and they get a run. Their first one, first run of the game for either team, Ben Gamble. It's into a uh, double play to plate a run. I've always hated that rule, by the way. I've always hated that rule. Statistical rule that says you don't get credited with an RBI when you hit into a double play. <laughs> but you can hit a lazy fly ball to right and you get an RBI on a sack fly. I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't understand it. But Brewers did take the lead right there. And then the big blast, a three-run shot by Christian Yelich to just... Grab the lead right back. You take a lead in the fifth one zip. You give three to the Cubs in the bottom half. They're up by two. But then uh, Sogard with a base hit. Keston Hira is hit by a pitch. And, man, Kristen Yelich went yard and gave the Brewers immediately in the sixth a 4-3 lead. That held up as the Brewers' bullpen uh, did a fantastic job. Freddie Peralta, Devin Williams, and Josh Hader records his four save. A four-out job, but Christian Yelich, a big blow. Let's hear from Yelly after the game. Hey, Christian, Smoke was saying last night he feels like with the pitching you guys have, if you just get enough runs, um, you know, you can be a pretty good team. And you feel like we sort of saw that late tonight with especially the guys that followed Brandon? Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't really given them much run support this year, so. We feel like we can score some runs and, and give them something to work with that we like our chances. Um, good starting pitching, good guys at the back end of the bullpen. So um, we got enough tonight. Christian, uh, Mills had been so tough the whole game, and uh, he hung that change up to you. Did you have any idea he might throw your first pitch change up? Uh, no, I had an idea of much up there tonight. Um, kind of just swung and it hit my bat and it was kind of on the barrel enough and it went over the fence. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, one of those, I don't even know. I blocked out. So I, I was so terrible up there tonight that I decided that since I was DH and I was down in the tunnel getting loose, I was like, I'm gonna put gum in my mouth and chew that and not think about how my bats have been. And then, so I was stopped thinking about it and I just swung. I was like, I'm gonna swing cause I hadn't swung all night. So I was like, I, I should probably swing. So I swung and change up and hummer. So it's kind of, it's kind of what happened. So are we gonna be- Very scientific, the- I know, but. <laughs> are we gonna be sticking with the gum now, Yelly? I tried it my next at bat and swung at two balls that was in ball four, so I think. <laughs> The gums out, but it was a it was a nice go to, and I'll have to think of something else for tomorrow. Christian, th- those guys, those Cubs put such good at bats on people too. You know, they th- that was really impressive. You know, the because Woody had been just dominant for the whole game, and so I mean, they're they're a tough team to beat because of that, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, they just battled them. Uh, they they hit some they put some good pitches in play. Had some tough at bats. Um, we're just able to make some contact there and, and get some balls to fall in and led that inning there where they scored a few runs. But, yeah, you got to give them credit. Woody's been – Woody was tough all night, and then they kind of put strung some really good at-bats together there and were able to break through. Your bullpen's been fantastic. You know, Devin Williams is, like, coming into his own all of a sudden, and, and Josh really had to pitch his way out of some tight jams those last two innings. Yeah, that's been great. Um, I think he's coming into his own. He got his, he's got his first little taste of the big leagues last year, and this year he kind of uh, he's been bringing it. You know, ever since summer camp, he's been he's been doing really well, and uh, I think he's got one of the better changeups in baseball. And uh, he's running up to 98, 99 sometimes. So anytime you got those two combos and you're throwing strikes, uh, you're going to be really tough and you're going to be really good. So uh, it's been awesome for us, and um, really happy for him, and, and hope it continues. And then Josh has been Josh, and he's been doing that for the last few years for us. And uh, yeah, big one tonight. Against both, Mike, we got to go. No, you one more. Go ahead. I was going to say just against both Woody and Josh, it really came out how the Cubs hitters 
have done such a good job, it seems, in just following up pitches and following up pitches and finally getting to one. Just what do you think when you watch uh, the way they're swinging the bat right now? How tough are they? Yeah, I mean, well, our two teams are pretty familiar with each other. We've, we face each other all the time, and guys are starting to rack up a, a pretty decent amount of at-bats against one another, pitcher and hitter. So it's that chess game that you, you know what they – you know you're familiar with what everybody has, what everybody does when they're successful, and uh, it's just a matter of executing and, and competing. And um, that's why these games, that we, when we play each other, are usually pretty close because it's just about – executing there's no surprises there you know unless there's rookies coming in or something some guys that you haven't really seen but um so it's usually why we play tightly contested games and the team that executes better or happens to get the break or the big hit that night usually comes out on top it's the bayview shade and blind post game show let's find out who today's chevy mvb of the game is on the fan find what's next Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. And Yelich sends one in the air, deep right center field. This one is back, and there it goes. Christian Yelich with a three-run home run. That's what we're talking about right there. Hit the homers with men on base. There you go. Yelich with his fifth home run of the season the Brewers are back on top 4-3 Milwaukee yeah what a big swing of the bat for Yelly today part of the 4-3 Brewers victory Adam McAlvey he will join us next from Brewers.com and MLB.com to discuss uh, everything uh, under the Brewers sun here they get the victory 8-10 now the record they even up the series at 1-1 and we'll talk to Adam next here. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, AM 1250, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's get the latest on the crew from insider Adam McAlvey. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the only station Brewers fans need. Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, welcome back. Brewers take game two of this four-game set. 4-3 the final and sort of a tale of two games. You get uh, some near-no-hitters working and then you get uh, some offense and you get some... Well, you get a lot of this, a lot of pitching change, uh, a strategy going on here. Let's hit the great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in our insider, MLB.com and Brewers.com, Adam McAlvey. Adam, I'm going to take you back to last night. It's funny uh, how I'm doing a radio show, getting reaction and and talking about what's going on. And then, then we play back counsel well after he speaks. And sometimes it's just a few minutes. As you're asking a question, we're talking about the exact topic. It was just uncanny and funny how that worked. Um, and, and you were asking him, and, and now that seems to be the uh, at the top of the topic list. At what point do you make some decisions a little bit quicker than you normally would in a 162? And he expanded on that today. Your thoughts on, on that illogical comment during pregame today? Uh, wait, what he say the illogical comment? Yeah, when he said, "I, you know, I, I got to be patient. I'm not going to make illogical yeah, moves." Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I got to stay yeah. patient. Yeah, I forgot that that's the way he phrased it. I mean, look, that is the that is the tension of this entire exercise from a managerial point of view. Is these teams were built uh, to navigate 162 games, and particularly, you know, I think that's true of the Brewers just because they have this sort of the style that they try to do things by, which is the idea of depth. And look, I mean, it's, it's, it's a different concept than maybe we think of the way they used to build teams, but their idea was to just win as many matchups as you can over the course of 162 games. And, you know, if you do that enough in a given game, and then over the course of weeks and months, the idea is that you can squeeze a lot of value out of players on these low risk types of deals that allow you from year to year to, to, you know, not be locked into long-term contracts. So that was the theory 
Um, and, you know, it's, it's what they plan for. And then, of course, along comes something nobody could have ever conceived of. And the question for Craig Council now is, do you stick with that original plan or do you have to throw that out the window and just start, you know, managing by your gut because everything is so condensed and you don't have time for these platoon splits to even out the way that, you know, they're going to do over the course of 162. Um, and look, there's no, there's a gray area. Obviously the fans that are watching are way more on the gut side of things, but they're trying to, Craig Council said, you know, as, as you, you said, he's, he wants to use logic to drive their decisions. So they're fighting with this a little bit. And, um, you know, basically what it came down to is his final answer today was he's not ready to flip the switch and, and throw those plans out the window just yet. But if they don't, you know, get production from the Narvaezes and the smokes of the world, then I think you have to start to think about doing that. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. I, I, I think that uh, when, he, when he made the comment, uh, hey, should I, should, should I make some changes here? I look at it as mid-August. If this were a regular season, would we make uh, changes based on being out of a playoff spot a game or two? And, and, yeah, so and... The, I was just going to say the difference with that is by mid-August in a regular season, you sort of know what you've got. Like, That's right. Like, you know what these players are, and if – Somebody is having a, you know, look, it happens even in the course of a 162-game season that a player that you has a track record has a horrible season. That's not unheard of, but by August you would sort of know where they stand. Um, the difference now is that here we are in August and you don't know anything because they've played 18 games. Um, and, and, again, that's the conflict of this whole thing, and they're wrestling with it. And I'll tell you, the easiest way for, you know, counsel to get bailed out here it's for Christian Yelich to continue to take these little steps forward, for Keston Hira to make a little more contact, um, you know, for Omar Narvaez, who's a good hitter, like he's a good big league hitter, to start hitting. Smoke, you know, is a little more of a wild card maybe because he was not very good last year. But, but, like, if just a few of these guys are able to produce a little bit, um, it makes this a lot easier for counsel and – the other point he made is that, you know, again, when everything is condensed, like three days later, it might be a totally different story. Now, it wasn't a different story tonight. Yelich saved them with one swing. But a couple of good games mean so much when, you know, every game counts as 2.7 from a, compared to a regular season. Some of these guys, uh, I, I think you, maybe maybe a little case by case. I get an overall philosophy, but – you know that whole patience thing, and we did, we were set up this way for a reason. That 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 didn't apply to three appearances. Derek Lauer. It, uh, each case is different. I, I get it. Yeah. It didn't apply to Logan Morrison because he had a quick trigger finger, or the the organization did. So, I, I I think it does go case by case. And and you know us fans, Adam. We're we're a little more knee jerk, and but we can be right sometimes. And I hope we. Oh. <laughs> I, I hope yeah. we get some props on that occasionally. Well, and I think you did from the manager because he said these are all fair questions. He said, you know, he said, I know you're going to ask these questions and you're right to ask these questions because it's something that they're talking about and wrestling with. And, you know, you're right about Eric Lauer. The, the, again, I, I would say just to nitpick on or to dive into those two situations with Lauer, it's a situation where it's a player with options and a situation where you have other, you know, options to use the word in a different way in in Burns and Peralta that can give you those innings. And with Morrison, it's a situation where you actually got rid of him because you were sticking with the original plan, which was that Luis Urias is going to be a part of the season, that they wanted to give him at bat. And when he was A, healthy from the COVID test, and B, ready after getting some of bats up in Appleton, they were going to go with him. And that's what they did, and it was at Logan Morrison's expense. All right, yeah. Adam McAlvey, MLB.com, Brewers.com. One final thing, I, I, I can't let it pass because it's been uh, a bug up my tail here, and that is the Ryan Braun situation. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I, I think us fans, uh, we, we haven't been given a ton of information. We haven't. All we see is some numbers and that he's active. He, there's been now five games in, in Wrigley where he rakes. You know that. 
And of those yeah. five games, what is he, 0 for 3? He's got three ABs, but he's been active, and that's that's my deal. He's been active for all five, Adam. Yeah, look, I mean, chalk it up to 2020. It's it's harder for those of us covering the team to cover the team because our access is so limited and we can't go talk to the guy like we normally would. Um, you know, you're texting or you're waiting for these Zooms where it's all very controlled in a very press conference-like atmosphere, which is the worst. So, um, I mean, he says there's no big story. And I told you this earlier, Tim, we were talking about it. He says there's no, like, big story behind what happened. I know people are curious about how do you get an infection on your finger. I don't know. He just he says there's no story. He just got an infected finger, and they had to relieve that pressure, which led to, you know, now you have to wait for that incision to heal, and that's why he's not out there now is there, they want it to heal to the point that he can play the field because without Lorenzo Cain, um, they're looking for offense, and they feel like that if they leave the DH – to this infield combo that Ryan Braun can be valuable to them in the outfield. So they decided to give him those days. Now the timing is weird because you're right about the Wrigley thing and the Cubs thing. So I don't know exactly what to tell you, but it's just, uh, it just seems funny because has he played? He, he did play right since coming back from Appleton. Yeah. He played twice and now yeah. they've given him two days off, which council says was the plan. And now he expects that we're going to see him out in the field tomorrow and or Sunday. So let's see what we see tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll see him out there in right field tomorrow. Yeah, I think we um, will. I, I do. I do. I, I, yeah, I think it, he'll it, be in there. You know, this it is sort of an it's always something kind of situation. <laughs> but look. The, the the bottom line is that when he is healthy and able, he is a dangerous bat in their lineup and especially dangerous in big moments. So it's the same old question that we talk about every year with him. How do you get him to the point where he can be dangerous in those big situations? And it's more complicated than it is for some other players for a zillion different reasons, most you know, all related to, to health. And that's what they're trying to do is, you know, get him to that point where he can be productive. And it's, it frustrates fans to not see one of the main guys out there, especially when you're down Lorenzo Cain and the rest of the offense isn't doing anything. Um, but, look, as far as we know, there's not some dramatic backstory going on here. It's just they're trying to get that finger right so he can go out there and play. Yeah, and, and I will just say this. It just struck me as weird, Adam, that it was five at-bats in Appleton. You send that dude up up an hour north, hour and a half north, to get five at-bats? I mean, I, don't you find that as a little different? I know it's sort of big league spend? pitching. I, I you, you could get it with, you know, there's a lot of unemployed minor league baseball players with good velo. If you want some abs, I mean, it was only five. It's no, only no, a, you can't do if, that though. You can't do that. You, you oh, can't true. Okay. expose a guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have okay. to stay within your little bubble. Um, you know, you'd have to have done something on the field at wherever they were home. You had to make like it official. Yeah. Well, you'd yeah, you'd have to do it like before a game on the field, and now you're throwing one of your guys. One. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, he should have just raked against Eric Lauer before you sent him packing. <laughs> That's possible. Yeah. I mean, there, there would be your five I, ABs. The guy just pitched, though. I don't think you want to throw <laughs> him off. Sure. You know, right, Adam? It, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I wish there was an easy answer, but you know what? Some of the stuff that makes it a little complicated is what makes it fun, right, Tim? Uh, well, that's the whole allure and love that I have for baseball is that it's all debatable, all, all of it. Did you I mean, play? I, uh, have you played the Yelich post game sound yet? Have yes, and I heard it, and uh, unfortunately, our uh, yeah, our, our audience did too. Um, oh, <laughs> he, it's he's late just night on a Friday. We're all adults here. Uh, yeah, that's true. All, we're hearing it after every pop out during the game, so why not? <laughs> that's true. Hey, are, Adam, do you think these guys are having fun for the most part? I know it's a it's a it's a struggle uh, of a season a little bit, but do you think they're having fun? 
Well, there's this Jason Bateman Arrested Development gif that I think you find when you search for forced laughing, where he's sort of like, you know, you can you can sort of picture the forced laugh. Some of that is, I think some of that's going on. I mean, it's it's all weird. It's all weird. And look, I give the Cubs a lot of credit for this American Legion banging on the dugout and, and making a lot of noise. But I mean, even that, it's like, okay, let's make noise and be energetic now. And they're winning a lot of games. Uh, and it's easy to do that. And I look, I give them great credit for creating that energy. But is it the same as it is in a normal season? No, it's it's a lot more choreographed and you have to kind of think about it and generate these ways to have fun. And every team is trying to do it in, to the best of their ability. But I think it's very safe to say everyone is looking forward to the day where there's fans in the stands and it's all natural and everybody can be together without masking and distancing and doing all the things that they're having to do. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I think they're having as much fun as they can have. I guess I would put it that way. Yeah, it is different for, for everybody, no doubt. Adam, always a pleasure. Have a good weekend, all right? All right. See you, Tim. All right, there he is, Adam McAlvey, MLB.com, Brewers.com, our insider on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Has your passion all grown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Well, you have to call it that uh, sixth inning home run, three-run shot by Christian Yelich. I'm, I'm convinced they don't get that. They don't win this game. I know the the you know pitch selection would have been a little bit different uh, if you know if he grounds out or whatever and. You know, there's a different sequence moving forward, but uh, that is a spark of the game, and it sparked up a Brewers win, uh, and it's a 4-3 final as the Brewers run their mark to 8-10, 18 games in. Over the weekend, they will hit that 20-game mark, and wow. All right, Craig Council on deck here. It's the uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck, so that gets you ready for tomorrow's game, a game-time change, and I'll remind you about that in just a couple of minutes here. Right now, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show, 4-3 final. We'll be back with Counts next on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. Well, let's see if Craig Council's in a little bit of a better mood than he was mid-game yesterday as the Brewers get the 4-3 victory to even up the series at a game apiece. Uh, A reminder of the game-time change on Saturday, originally scheduled for a 7-15 start. That would be a 6 o'clock airtime for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Uh, The Cubs have moved that game up to a 2-20 first pitch. We'll have the on deck show beginning at one o'clock uh, rain in the area and I, I wonder i'm going to delve a little bit more into that forecast because i wonder if it's um nighttime rain in the forecast or if it's just rain tomorrow during the day and they bumped it up so they can allow and a lot for more you know maybe a rain delay and they can they have longer hours to wait out delays or if it literally is the rain in the forecast at night. So either way, hopefully they can get that uh, in baseball. That's the last thing they need is a bunch of rainouts here for sure. Let's get to Craig Council after the Brewers even up the series with the win. Craig, did you uh, hear what Christian just told us was the secret to his success tonight? Was it it involved gum? It did. It did involve gum. It did involve gum. Well, this is a high tech organization guys. And, uh, we're coming up with some new and innovative methods. Hey, Craig, through all this, do you like sort of the self-deprecating way that he's dealing with this? He's he's obviously, you know, not happy, um, but he's taking it with a pretty good dose of humor. No, I mean, I think, look, you, you 
what I like about it is he's being himself. Um, you know, you, you don't, you got to be yourself no matter what's going on. Um, there, there's no reason to change who we are. And it's, so it's, this is, we, we all deal with adversity and struggles differently. Um, and I think this is, this is Christian just being himself. Um, and it's because he's at the core, he's a, you know, very humble guy that, um, you know, is, is frustrated by this, but he, he's able to still poke fun at himself. Craig, that was that was pretty impressive um, what the Cubs hitters did to Woody in the fifth inning because he had been dominating them, and then they just wouldn't give him an easy at-bat. And that Kipnis at-bat just seemed to turn the inning. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I just give a lot of credit to their hitters. I, I mean, the Kipnis at bat was, I, I thought Woody made some pitches and, um, you know, you foul off, he fouled off some good pitches and, and then you get, and then he gets a base hit on, on not a bad pitch. Um, you know, so they, they did a nice job against them. That's, I, I will give them tip my cap to them in that inning. Um, Woody was, I, I thought he was electric, you know, early in the game tonight, like electric. Um, and so it's, you know, for him, it's a good learning lesson. And it's, it's, um, it's a spot where, you know, a hitter put a really, really tough at bat against him um, and won the battle. And, and you know, that's going to happen some nights, but it's, it's, um, you know, it was a great, it was a great battle between him and Kipnis. Hey, Craig, oh, again, we saw a dominant outing from Freddie Peralta out of the bullpen. Could that just be the, the sort of role for him the rest of the way for you guys? I mean, I don't, Things will change and depend on a lot of different factors, but I mean, he's been so good in that in that role. And I was just curious what you thought of his performance because he had the breaking pitches seem to be working along with his fastball. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I mean, the, the the inning, you know, he came in in the fifth, and what he did in the fifth inning, the, it's bases loaded with Baez and Schwarber. Um, you know, it, it 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 shouldn't be a footnote in the game. <laughs> it should be a huge part of the game because the game. The game, everything about the game changed at that point, um, and they had a chance to break the game open with with two two good hitters, and and he, and he bases loaded, so contact gets another run in, um, and it's two strikeouts. Uh, so I, I thought Freddie was wonderful tonight. Um, I thought he kind of just let it go from from pitch one, and um, it was it was impressive. Craig, I'm sure the last thing you wanted for Josh after those 17 pitches in the eighth inning, you know, you, with two outs, I'm sure you're hoping he'd throw four pitches and get out in, but he just really had to grind. And, and you know, he couldn't get his slider over to save his butt, and then he whiffs by his end of the game with a beautiful slider. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought, um, you know, he, he, he got ahead of Souza, the first hitter, 0 2, and then, and then Souza did a nice job and laid off some pitches. Um, you know, I thought early in the in the eighth, he was struggling with his slider. He threw a good first one to Fegley um, that that helped them get ahead, and then and then he obviously threw a great one to Bias to finish the game. So, um, yeah, it was it was a spot where I think after he threw seventeen pitches in the first inning, you we're obviously a little concerned, and David Phelps was up, and there was there was a chance that we were going to have to go to him. I think that we, there was, we were getting very close to the limit that I was going to go with Josh. Uh, so, um, but fortunately, um, you know, he, he threw a great pitch through too. Hey, Craig, um, Devin Williams, he, he had a great performance against tonight, but just specifically that last pitch he threw, I think it was like a three, two change up to I think it was Contreras. I mean, just the amount of conviction that you have to have in that pitch to be able to throw that in that spot. Yeah. He, I mean, he believes in that pitch. That's, you know, and that's what um, I think we've been stressing to him is how good that pitch is. And, and, and you can believe in it because it's, it's that good. Um, and so, you know, he feels both those pitches, he treats the same, you know, it's, I, I, have, I have the ultimate confidence in both of those pitches. So there's not necessarily a wrong choice there. Um, you, you, you get, just get convicted on the pitch you're going to throw, um, and, he, and he threw a great one. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan, brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power 
on the web at liuna113.org. All right, there's Craig Council after the Brewers' 4-3 victory to even up the series at a game apiece. And, yeah, you just wonder, man. You get another victory tomorrow, and, and really things things start to look a lot better, don't they? And they can, they can change big time. Let's check out the numbers in this Brewers' victory. Eric Sogard tonight. He goes one for four with a run scored and a couple of strikeouts. Keston Hira, 0 for three with a run scored, a couple of strikeouts. He was hit by a pitch as well. Uh, Yelly, one for four, a run scored, three huge RBIs on the three-run bomb. However, he also struck out three times. Avisail Garcia, 0 for three with a walk and a run scored. Justin Smoke goes one for three with a walk. Starting to turn things around a little bit. Ben Gamble goes 0 for 4. Manny Pena, 1 for 4. Brock Holt, 1 for 3. Urias goes 0 for 3. Pitching lines tonight, Brandon Woodruff, 4 and a third. Four hits, three runs, all earned. A couple of walks and four strikeouts. His ERA balloons to 3-1-6. Freddie Peralta goes two innings, one hit, no runs, and five strikeouts. Freddie Peralta's ERA now. Three flat. Devin Williams, one and a third. One hit, no runs. A walk. And uh, I should say no walks and three strikeouts. His ERA now at 1.17 for the young Brewers right-hander. Josh Hader, inning uh, in a third. No runs, no hits. Two walks and three strikeouts. The Brewers in the victory. Four runs. Five hits with one error. The Cubs three runs, six hits, no errors. The win, it goes to Freddie Peralta. He is now one and one. And uh, the loss to Alec Mills, he is now two and one. The save to Hayter, number four. The Brewers now eight and ten. And we'll squeeze in uh, one one call here before we got to duck out of here. Let's get to Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on? Yeah, um, I enjoyed listening to the game. You know, it's got uh, every now and then. Hater makes it interesting, but boy, when he bears down. But Peralta, I didn't uh, catch the early part. Woodruff isn't. He, he was proven he was human today. But a uh, good win, a great win, and uh, uh, Hater, like I said, he stepped up. Peralta had a great game, and uh, let's just hope this is the start of a run because we've been waiting for it and hoping for it. I, I, uh, so, um, yeah, no, no, Josh Hader, I th- I think, Mike, thanks for the call. I think Josh Hader needs to uh, pitch a little. He needs to be a little more active here uh, because it's just a little off. Still, still, uh, he's effective. There's no question. But I think he needs just a, a little more, a uh, little more action. And the Brewers need that. I mean, the offense needs to set that thing up. But thank goodness, this, this pen has been outstanding. You know, uh, you say getting on a good run. Biden a little time here. Um, two and three in in what I think is the toughest ten game stretch of the season, and that is the the three games uh, against the Minnesota Twins earlier this week, and then these four games against the Chicago Cubs, and then another three games against the Minnesota Twins. They're they're smack in the middle of that. Five games in, they're two and three. So. It, it, it'd be big time with, to follow this up with another victory, get back to 3-3 three and three, through a, a pretty tough. I mean, I, again, like I said, the, the toughest stretch they're going to go through, the schedule will lighten up just a little bit as, as we move along. Uh, we'll check the central scoreboard coming up next, and will the Cardinals actually play baseball again? We'll have that for you on the way, too, with Austin, Texas. My name is Tim Allen. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM. The fan, Brewers win. They beat the Cubs 4-3. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. All right, we do know about this one in the Central. Brewers beat the Cubs. you got to like hearing that. 4-3 the final. The series even at a game apiece. Adrian Hauser on the hill for the Brewers tomorrow. That game time has changed, guys. 
uh, due to weather uh, in the Chicago area tomorrow night. That's been moved to a from a 7.15 nighttime start to a 2.20 day start tomorrow. We'll have the on-deck show uh, beginning at 1 o'clock. Ser- series, again, tied at a game apiece. Uh, to be determined on the mound for the Chicago Cubs. I wonder how, uh, how hurt Tyler Chatwood was and if that backfired on him. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they IL'd him. I, I'm not aware of that quite yet. But uh, elsewhere around the Central, Austin, Texas. All right, Timmy. So there was only one other game in the NL Central tonight. The Pirates headed to Cincinnati to take on the Reds. Uh, the Pirates took it on the chin tonight. The Reds won by a total of 8-1. to one. Sonny Gray with the win tonight as he struck out 10. And Jesse Winker with his first uh, uh, two-home run game. Uh, so the, the Reds did get that victory. Um, the only other game in the Central that was supposed to happen tonight was the Cardinals facing the White Sox. That game was again postponed. Um, the Cardinals will play just their sixth game of the season starting tomorrow. They will start a doubleheader with the White Sox. Allegedly going to play tomorrow, and, and that is good news, guys. It really is getting you know, the Miami Marlins through their thing, and, and now the St. Louis Cardinals hopefully back on the field tomorrow with a doubleheader and uh, get this thing rolling day by day. Uh, day's clicking off the calendar here. Brewers 8-10 and 10 after the victory tonight. Back at it tomorrow, 1 o'clock, with the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Uh, I'll get you ready for game three of this four-game set, and after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Baby Shade and Blind post-game show. Uh, you, we can talk some Brewers baseball together. For Austin, Texas, my name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the victory tonight, guys. See you tomorrow, and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com